Hey family, welcome to episode one of All Things Mommy Podcast. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to this podcast. I'm your host, Yashika Kinsey. I created this podcast to give parents a safe place to talk about their parenting experience without feeling judged or ridiculed. This podcast is for all parents, no matter what stage of parenting you are in. It can also be helpful for those of you who are thinking about becoming a parent. As your host, Yashika Kinsey, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself before we get into um, the topic of today's discussion. So I am a mother of a two-year-old baby girl named Ava. I am also a licensed mental health therapist and an entrepreneur. I became a mom at 32 years old, and for some people, they would say that that's pretty late in the game, but for me, it happened when it was supposed to happen, and it was not planned. Trust me, it was not planned. Before motherhood, I was getting ready to open up a private practice in counseling. I was actively involved in the community. I was traveling and living my best life. Having a kid was not on the menu or in the plans. But God had other plans, and I'm grateful that my daughter is here because she completely changed my life. Not only has she taught me patience, but she has helped me um, increase my prayer life. Because as many moms out there may know, if you have children, you are going to need a consistent prayer life. And my daughter is, she is so loving. She's kind. She's affectionate. She's eager to learn. She is strong. She's brave. She's beautiful. She's brilliant. She's all those great things. But she is also, if I can keep it real, she's she's a headache, okay? <laughs> she likes to um, get into things and destroy things. She's very curious, so she likes to ask a lot of questions. I mean, she talks so much. I remember the time when she didn't talk when she was a newborn in the infant stage, and I couldn't wait for her to say her first words. I couldn't wait for her to crawl. I couldn't wait for her to walk. Boy, do I wish <laughs> I would have just waited a little longer. Um, but yes, as I stated before, I'm in the um, toddler stage of parenting right now. And with each stage of parenting comes a new set of challenges and a new set of problems. So I created this podcast because I wanted parents to share their experience about the stage of parenting that they're in and to give us some insight and feedback on how we can navigate um, this parenting journey. So I once read this quote that said, the most difficult stage of parenting is whatever stage you're in. Let me repeat that. The most difficult stage of parenting is whatever stage you're in. What do you guys think about that? Do you agree with that quote? I totally agree. I agree because I survive. I'm a survivor. I will not give up. I will work harder. Hey, I'm a survivor. I will not give up. I will work harder. Hey, I survived. I survived that infant newborn stage. And trust me, it was difficult. As a new, as a first-time mom, waking up at you know three in the morning every two hours. My daughter, she slept pretty good through the night, but she was. I would still wake her up sometimes just to breastfeed her, or I would just be woke looking at her, watching her breathe. I was always scared, you know, of what could happen if I wasn't near her. 
So even when she was sleeping, resting peacefully, I was up looking at her, watching her. I'm pretty sure many moms out there can relate to that, especially first time new moms. Not only that, um, it was very difficult for me in the beginning because I had to get an emergency C-section because my daughter stopped, her heart rate um, dropped during labor and delivery. And after 14 hours of being in excruciating pain with contractions, I was only three centimeters dilated and my daughter was so stubborn, she did not want to come out. I was 42 weeks pregnant, ready to be induced, and she was not having it. So in order for me to save her life, after her heart had dropped, they rushed me into the ER, OR, excuse me, and they numbed me up and boom, she was out. I remember that day like it was yesterday. I mean, she was, as soon as she came out, she started to lick my neck. And right then and there, I knew I was gonna breastfeed. I had already made plans to do it, but I had that had confirmed it. Um, it's just so amazing how babies change you. So I was recovering from the hospital when we got home with the baby. I was recovering from a C-section, so I was extremely tired. I was on medication, so I felt like I was probably all drugged up. Um, and it was challenging to breastfeed, to have lower pain in your abdomen area, to get up every two hours, to just watch your body transform into this different body. I mean, I'm grateful that I didn't have any stretch marks and I'm grateful that my body didn't change drastically. But I think when I had my daughter, I got up to 170 pounds and that's really heavy for me because I typically weigh about 130. So anyways, that new stage of parenting, um, watching your body transform, uh, catering to a newborn 24-7 is the most difficult, challenge, challenging stage. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the toddler stage presents its own set of problems, the teen stage presents its own set of problems, and the adult stage of parenting presents its own set of problems. So we all have to learn how to develop new problem-solving skills. So today episode, I have a very special guest. I'm so excited to interview our guest today. Her name is Sheba Kinsey, and she happens to be my big sister. She was a role model for me growing up, and she was the first person um, out of all of my siblings to have kids. So without further ado, I'm going to interview my sister. My sister lives in Atlanta, so I did this interview over the phone. I apologize in advance because the sound is a little bit low. I promise the next time we'll work on improving the sound. My sister had no idea what kind of questions I was going to ask her. So as you'll notice throughout the interview, sometimes she um, takes a little pause just to process. So it's very candid, and she's just sharing her experiences with parenting so stay tuned. Hey, sis. Hello. Thank you for agreeing to be a part of my first interview on my podcast. I'm so excited to talk with you. Oh, I'm excited, too. I actually had to wait until Natalie went to sleep. So I don't know how long I have, but I'm ready. Okay, so I'll try to do this as quickly as possible. So um, for the people who don't know you, can you say a little bit about who you are, what you do? And also speak on how many um, children do you have? 
All right. So I, my name is Sheba. I'm, of course, Yashika's older sister. I have two kids, an 18-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, my 18-year-old name is Nyla, and the two-year-old is Natalie. Um, I'm a former educator. I taught grades second, third, and fourth grade, grades second, third, and fourth um, for about 12 years. Now, for the past two years, I've just been kind of doing my own thing. Um, I just start, I just launched my business, Bottom Up Services, and that's a credit repair business that I'm focusing on right now. Um, I'm also into real estate, investing in rental properties. So I'm just dibbling and dabbling a little bit of everything. Yes, it sounds like you're a very busy mom and career woman. I really admire that about you. You know, that's one of the things that I look up to you is that you do explore a lot of different ventures you try to figure out how to uh, become the best person that you can be I love that you're an entrepreneur I love that you have fine time to be a mother uh, but tell us a little bit about how old were you when you first had your child your first child the oldest and what, okay. was, that, and what was that experience like for you well I was barely 20 years old when I had Nyla and it wasn't easy because a young mom at the time I was going to school, um, I was attending college full time. And this was probably going into my second year, um, my second year of college when I found out um, I was pregnant with Nyla. Um, it was a very honestly challenging time during my life because I was trying to figure out, OK, how am I going to be able to you know, continue to go to school full time and then have a baby to take care of. Um, that's something that was just a struggle for me for a while because I didn't know how to balance the two. I didn't know how um, to be able to go to school full time and then be able to come home and take care, take care of an infant. Um, thank God, with the help of my grandmother, um, you know, she wanted to see me succeed. So she basically told me, look, you know, this, you just focus on school. And if you focus on school, don't worry about a babysitter. I am your babysitter. I do whatever I can. I just want to make sure that you finish school. And that right there was just like a tremendous help. Because honestly, there were days where I had to study, you know, five and six hours for an exam. And, um, and had I not had my grandmother to help me, I don't know how I would have done that as a single parent. Um, I just couldn't imagine trying to do it as a single parent. And there's also days where um, I felt guilty about leaving my child um, with my grandmother all the time. So I would schedule time um, study sessions in the library and just basically rent out a room and I'll bring N um, Nyla with me. And she, I'll take a little blanket, lay it on the ground, bring her toys, snacks, whatever it is that she needed, I brought to the study room. That's one thing that I love about our family is that we stick together and we really look out for each other. And I know at the time you were in Florida and you were living with grandma when you were in college. And so I know that she was a um, very important figure in your life. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. But for like the people that don't have, you know, family help, what would you say to young mothers who have kids as early as 20 and don't have the extra help? Well, it's, it's all about creating balance because even now, as an older mom <laughs> with a younger child, um, 
I'm, I still struggle in that area. It's, it's like, okay, now that I'm an entrepreneur and I'm trying to do my own, do my own thing and make my own money. Um, there's times where I feel like, okay, am I putting too much in the business right now when I should be paying attention to Natalie, you know, um, or am I putting too much into Natalie and I'm not putting enough into my business? Um, so I think it's all about balance and, and it's, and you really have to wake up with a plan. And that's what I'm realizing. Um, because some days I, you know, prior to me starting to plan my life, I just really started planning my life <laughs> because I would just wake up and I'll say, like, okay, I got to drop my law to school today. Um, and then I just kind of go with the flow. I'm home with Natalie. I'll do some stuff with her. We'll go outside. And then whatever happens, happens. But now as an entrepreneur, I realize like, no, you literally need to plan your day. So now before I go to bed at night, I come up with like a, a checklist of things that I want to accomplish the following day just to kind of keep me focused and to keep me on task. Because if I don't do that, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything because there are days when I do do stuff. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, what did I do today besides um, look after Natalie? So to make me feel good, I'll, you know, I'll create these small tasks that I have to complete for the following day. So then when I do complete those tasks and then when, when my day in and I look back and I'm just like, okay, I did take care of Natalie today. Um, and then I go back to my list and I'm like, okay, I did complete at least three out of the five things on my list. And that you're an entrepreneur, how would you say like motherhood has prepared you to be like an entrepreneur? Do you see any like similarities and like what you've learned as a mother, that skills that you've learned that are transferable to your entrepreneurship? Oh yeah. Um, as a mother, you have to be able to um, multitask. And when you're trying to do your own thing, or if you already have an, a business established, you have to be able to multitask. Um, and then time management, like even with being a mom, you know, there are certain times that you want to make sure that breakfast is prepared um, so that you can get out the door on time to drop. If you have more than one child, drop the, you know, drop the other sibling off to school. Um, there's a certain time you want to schedule for, you know, lunchtime or snack time, um, reading time, um, outdoor time. And the same thing with the business. You can literally run your business how you run your household. Um, I think everything has an order to it. You, you just have to have a schedule because if not, you're going to you're going to find yourself all over the place. And then and this drink, too. Okay, yeah, that's a good, that's good. I, I love how you said you can run your business, how you run your household. I think that that is so important. And so your business has to have a strong foundation, just like your household does. Um, mm -hmm. So what do you, just to kind of move to the next question, what has motherhood taught you about yourself? Oh, <gasps> wow. Um, patience. Yeah, I definitely, and it's different levels of patience. I think the patience that I had with Nyla is not the patience that I have with Natalie. And it probably has a lot to do with the age difference, um, I'm pretty sure. But uh, it's definitely taught me a lot of patience um, and compassion. Uh, because, you know, when they're young, there's, they're getting into things. Um, and there's days when you just like, oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to shake them. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<laughs> but then you get a reality check and you're just like, you know, was she just a baby? Like, this is a growing, this is a growing little being <laughs> and they don't have it. They don't have it all figured out yet. They're just, they're, they're still trying to discover, um, discover the world around them. And so that alone has helped me like just deal with people too, in general, because sometimes when we're, um, I'll just, for example, I'll just feel like with my business, you know, sometimes when I review certain documents from a client and I just, I just automatically, you know, some stuff you just feel like it's just common sense. Well, okay, let me have a copy of your ID, but they send me a copy of something else. And I'm just like, well, I mean, your ID, like your state ID, your driver's license ID. And um, then I have to step back and say to myself, like, well, maybe the person just doesn't know. Maybe I need to be a little bit more clear in how I deliver and um, how I deliver instructions. And that's the same thing with Natalie. Sometimes she gets in stuff like, and I'm quick to say, no, stop. And I'm like, but does she really understand? So maybe I need to say, no, Natalie, don't touch that. It's dangerous, you know? And it's the same thing you can do. I can, I find myself having to do with my clients. I can't assume that everything is just black and white. And so back to your question, patience. Um, and that, and that you can use that in any, in any situation, waiting in line at the airport, waiting in a grocery store, <laughs> um, right. you know, in traffic. Um, it's definitely, um, it's taught me um, to have patience. With so what, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. So one of the things that you had mentioned was Natalie and Natalie is your two-year-old. And so that's one of the things that you and I have in common is we both have two-year-olds. My daughter's two and a half. Your daughter just turned two. And so the hardest part of parenting for me right now is potty training. And that patient thing is really is what I'm learning. Like through potty training, I feel like it's the most difficult, most challenging thing for me. And to be honest, like I hate it. So just tell me about how your two-year-old, where are you in your stage with her, with potty trainer, or just tell me what are some challenges that you're dealing, because she just turned two, so she might not be potty training now, but what are some challenges that you notice with a, with having a toddler versus having a, a teenager? Well, Natalie, sometimes she takes me serious and sometimes she doesn't. <laughs> so I, well, so we, we purchased a potty probably when she was about maybe 15, 16 months, we tried putting on a toilet, but honestly we haven't been consistent. And so now what I've been trying to do is like the first thing in the morning when I wake her up um, before I prepare, prepare breakfast and stuff like that for, her, I'll put her on the potty. And there's days when she'll just sit there. Honestly, I can count on one hand how many times she actually used the potty. But then there's days where I was like, okay, now to go get on the potty. And then she starts laughing. Like it's a joke. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I need you to get on the potty. We need to, we need to get this ball running. So I'm, you know what? I think it's, it's a struggle. And it be, I think it takes a while. It's just, it's, yeah, it's a struggle. Busy mom and a career woman, as well as an entrepreneur, what do you do for self-care? How do you stay grounded? Wow. You know, you really don't give this stuff much thought because you just get so consumed with just being a parent that you there's days when you just don't mind to take care of yourself. And that's a, that's something I'm working on because I realize I don't do enough self-care. 
So I'm working on that. I'm, 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 I'm still trying to figure that piece out because I realize um, that at the end of the day, in order for me to be a good mom, uh, you know, I need to take care of myself. Absolutely. And I think you're right. I think this is a question that most people don't think about um, because we get in the routine of doing things. However, it's a very important thing as self-care, you know, with me having my background in mental health counseling, when I ask people those questions, that question, they look at me big eyed like what is self-care? And so I just wanted to say quickly that self-care can be anything. It could be sitting in your car and deep breathing for 10 minutes before you go in the house. It could be a nice warm bubble bath. It can be reading a book, anything that you do to put yourself first. So if you had to think about, let's say for today, what is something that you can do today for self-care? Oh, one of the things that you mentioned was just take a deep breath. So if that means, you know, when Nyla gets home from school, um, hand Natalie over to her and go on my car and just like take a deep breath, you know, just do some reflecting on how, you know, reflecting on about, you know, reflect, reflect on, you know, today, reflect on my yesterday, because I don't really get it. I, I, and that's sad. And that's a great question. That's really sad that um, when I answer that I'm hesitant about answering the question is because I really don't, I, I don't do it. That tells you I don't do it enough or I, I haven't been doing it at all, really. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Okay, because every night, I think I mentioned before in one of the other questions that you asked me, I would create this task list the night before so that I can keep myself on track for the following day to feel like I've actually accomplished something. So um, I'm going to add that to my list. Okay. Well, great. I'm glad that I could bring that to your aware awareness because I think it's so important, like I said, that we as parents, we take time for ourselves. And self-care is making sure you put yourself first. Um, so again, think about that, reflect on that as you stated, and try to incorporate at least one thing a day for self-care. Is there any tips or advice you can you can give for parents who may have an age gap between their children or parents that are new parents or maybe thinking about becoming a parent okay I'll say for the new parents it's okay to make mistakes like we're not perfect and I think as a new mom well well when I was when I had Nyla um mm -hmm. I, I felt like I everything had to be right and I'm learning like through Natalie, which is my second child, that it's okay. Like the things that we think that the things that we we're, we think have to be perfect doesn't necessarily have to be perfect through that child's eyes. And some of the things that we make a big fuss about, it's not even worth making a big fuss about. Um, so just enjoy the moment, like, and just enjoy spending quality time with your kids. Enjoy the little things. Um, don't get caught up on, you know, all these boundaries um, because, because then parenting becomes a job. So, I'll, and I'll give you, for example, like when I had um, Nyla, I think I was a little bit more overprotective. Uh, and I think that comes with me being at the time, you know, me being young and then being a first time, um, a first time mom. And then um, later on, I realized, man, you know, there are certain personality traits that Nyla has. 
And I sometimes think whether or not, was it because of my overprotectiveness? Um, is this why she's exhibiting certain, you know, personality traits? Is this why she likes being alone and she doesn't really like being around um, a lot of people? She's not as sociable as, you know, some other teenagers that I may have encountered. Um, I kind of beat myself up about it. And so now with um, Natalie, I'm kind of like the opposite. Like I'm a, I, I allow Natalie to be Natalie. Like I don't create rules um, when it comes to her expressing herself, uh, when it comes to her, you know, discovering things, you know, and, and I mentioned this earlier that I definitely don't, um, I try to restrain from the word no. I try to do a little bit more explaining if I do say no, or um, if I do use the word stop, I try to explain why um, I don't. So I'll just say enjoy being a parent, but don't have a bunch of rules because there's no rules to this shit. <laughs> you would drive yourself crazy. Like, you know, like I said, Natalie, some days, you know, she wants to think, turn my kitchen upside down. And I'm just like, I can't get upset with that. Like she's, she's learning and she's trying to discover the world around her. And that's just all a part of curiosity. So why am I getting upset that she threw flour all over a pot that I just cleaned? <laughs> um, you know, that just comes along with learning. So just little stuff like that. Don't take everything so serious. Don't. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, for your feedback. I really enjoyed my time that I spent with you interviewing you. And I'm so excited just to be learning from watching you. Um, is there anything else you want to share before we close out? Um, yeah, just take it, parents, especially single parents, take it one day at a time. Thank you for listening to episode one of All Things Mommy podcast. I really enjoyed my guest today, Sheba Kinsey, and I want to thank her for taking time out her busy schedule as a mom and career woman and as my big sister to take time to um, allow me to ask her questions. All the questions that you heard um, I asked were um, not given to her beforehand. They were all candid. And I think she did a really good job at ex as explaining her experience with parenting. So to take away from today's show, I just want everybody to walk away reflecting on your own parenting experience, thinking about whatever stage you're in with your parenting, thinking about what you do well as a parent, and thinking about also areas of improvement because we are all learning as we go. And the best way to learn from our mistakes is to reflect on them and thinking about the things that we can change or improve. I hope that you all will continue to stay connected with me. If you want to reach out to me on social media, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Facebook. My name on all of those sites is Yashika Kinsey. I think on Snapchat, I might be Sheik, S-H-E-E-K. However, um, I'm willing to stay connected and I hope you will tune in for episode two, which I'll be putting out in an, about a week and a half or two weeks. And we'll be continue this discussion. Thank you so much. Have a great day.